altyd lekker maar in je atelier te heel, Lindy Malan, gaan het goed? Uitstekend, ja, je ja, zou, ek love die energie daar buiten, dit is net asof daar so vibe, nee. Is dit nie, is omdat het amper december is. Ek weet nou nie of het, of het doen het met de vrijdag met een sekere kleer nie, of whatever oh, the madness is about, <laughs> but you know what, I love the energy, Absolutely. it's tangible. Absolutely, and you, your guest today is uh, Fiona Angelico, cheerlady of Helderberg FM, as well as the general manager at RBS Car Hire, Fiona, what a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's actually lovely to be here. Thanks yeah. for inviting me. But uh, I'm sure um, uh, uh, Lindy's got a lot of questions that she wants to ask you. So, Lindy, I think uh, uh, up to you. Thanks, um, Fiona. Wow. And I've, I've heard so much about you, Fiona, and um, and all good things. <laughs> okay, you. all good things. <laughs> but l- listening to what everyone had to say about you, uh, cheerlady of, um, of of the radio stadium, the board, um, GM of uh, RBS Car Hire uh, Services, and you've got lots of stuff going on, we'll also get to your international position. But I mentioned briefly that you make me think of a dynamo. Now, dynamo is something that with friction creates energy and the energy brings light. And I couldn't help but think of yourself as, as being this dynamo lady. So I'm so excited to chat to you. So, of course, we've got to introduce you to the world, Fiona. So who's Fiona? But, you know, I'm more curious to know where has it all started for you? I mean, hello, um, illustrious career, lots on your CV, busy CV. But where did it start for you, this woman in power leading others? Um, to be really honest, I think it must have started at school. Um, I wanted to achieve many things and it started on the sports field. I wasn't an academic. Um, I found that not so exciting. <laughs> and it started with running and, and I found it was quite isolated. Um, and then I sort of navigated towards uh, netball. And at the, the lovely age of 11, I was playing with the eight-year-olds because I was terrible at netball. <laughs> and my goal was to get into the A-team, which I managed to do in my final year uh, of junior school. And it was an incredible learning curve because it's playing center to get the ball in the hoop I couldn't do it on my own I needed the team mm. to get there mm. and I think that's where I learned the importance of teamwork and understanding each other's skills and strengths and working towards it um, so yeah I knew where my weaknesses were and I was short so yeah I think I would really honestly it started at school um, understanding the need to work as a team mm. um, and your success is not done independently it's done with people helping you get there mm. and you helping them I think it's ultimately it's never not many people that do things do it alone um so i think that would be my answer to that okay lovely so take us a little bit after school um you know i I know that you know you 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 are um solid in the tourism industry um taking up a very important role of deputy director for africa uh with skull international but also acting as a counselor with this amazing opportunity into africa building bridges but I mean it all definitely started somewhere in terms of your career so just take us a little bit what happened after school and where did you go and where did that all start for you um I like numbers. So it started, I got my first job, believe it or not, as a secretary at a receptionist secretary. <laughs> and I didn't do typing at school. 
Okay. And I had to type balance sheets. So that was my journey. Um, I, I plagiarized. I put the, the previous balance sheet behind and then worked out where to put all the numbers and it worked. But through that, I think it started well. I, I forged some amazing relationships with the auditors and the article clerks who in my future career were there to help me um, escalate it for me through relationships. So it started there. Um, but I have an ma- amazing love of motor vehicles. And I think that's what drew me to car rental. Oh, interesting. And I started the journey in car rental, not because of travel and tourism, because I like cars. Oh, and then word. from that, I fell in love with car rental, and that was my journey. I left it for a few years. I thought I needed to diverse and, and explore amazing things, which I did. Um, and then I found myself back at car rental with one of the original companies I worked for. And th- somehow it doesn't want to leave me alone. So it's like something sticky <laughs> underneath your feet that you can't get rid of. And it just, well, you know, you're, you're, I mean, your calling is following you, obviously. And I think what I what I hear is, you know, at some stage, stop fighting and just give, you know, just uh, I mean, yeah. I'm into cars. That's who I am. That's what I love. The industry. Uh, you love the industry, right? Yeah, I do. It's it's fast moving. You meet people. It's challenging. But it's it's not just putting bums in seats. It's also the, you know, tourism. How do you protect the tourists when they're traveling? Um, their journey they go, the places they see. So it's all integrated. And I think mm. that's what makes car rental so exciting that you become part of this incredible global sector in the world called tourism travel and tourism how mm. exciting can that be and so i've been really blessed to that it decided it liked me or it wasn't going to let it go and i'm loving it I, I i love it it's just one of the most exciting parts of um business i think yeah um i hear fast moving variety building bridges working with with strong players in 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 the industry um but i've got to obviously ask the question um so covid um yeah it, it how did that impact your career i mean where did you find yourself on what what, what was that date eh? was it the 23rd of march 2001 i don't want to remember that date. no you don't want to remember <laughs> are you I'm sure no. we all do we know where we were maybe we don't remember the date but we remember where we were. Where were you and what was the impact on you at that stage? I took the approach of this an incredible opportunity to learn how, a little bit more about technology. So it all was about Zoom and I had clients and I had a job uh, with RBS. Okay. And I was very fortunate, uh, incredible directors and, and team that I work with. And it was how do I maintain my clients for tomorrow? Hmm. Um, how do they know that they're important to us? So we had Zoom calls. And the first one I did, I thought, oh, no, here I go again. I don't know. I might get fired, but let's go. So I decided to tame it down a little bit. So the first one was bring your favorite coffee cup to the meeting and share with us why. And so we had these every every week. And it was come in your pajamas, mm. decorate your socks, decorate your tackies. And so a whole host of things, building incredible relationships with suppliers and clients and it helped us fill those days of daunting and fear and what tomorrow is going to bring. Yeah, I think. And I, and I hear fun. And I hear let's adapt and let's make the most of it. We'll be back straight after this uh, with some more amazing Fiona news. Right. What I have to say is, I think she sleeps only three hours a day. Because I don't know how much it is all the best to do. We'll be back straight after this on Helderberg FM. Kelly Clarkson, Heartbeat Song on Helderberg FM. We're back with Lindy Milan, Business Lab. Lunch with Lindy. She's chatting to Fiona Angelico, the cheerleader of Helderberg FM, as well as the general manager at RBS Car Hire. Lindy. Fiona, um, we chatted in the break and often we look at successful people like yourself and, and for, for people looking 
at you. Things can almost always feel like, gosh, he's so successful. You've done it. Um, you're there and, and you're an overnight success. But we do know it's not that way. It doesn't work like that, right? No, you're right. So think back. Um, can you share with us some of your, your, you know, standouts throughout your career, you know, positions which you held that that you know was both humbling you mentioned humbling but also victory so take us through some of your highlights that you can that you'd like to 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 spotlight i think i'd like to talk about maybe the humbling experience i had um, the gift or the opportunity to work with um, blue-collared workers and there were quite a couple of thousand of them and I didn't operate from the office. I went out, I met my staff because they were my asset because they were the product that I was selling and I needed to understand. Um, and I was just blown away by what people suffer and how they battle in life with this, the, the small salaries that they earn and, and how many people are dependent on me. And I took that away. And every time I take things for granted, I remember that those stories that they were shared mm. with me. And I think it's really heartening when people share a story with you that is real and authentic. And for me, that was just a kind of, kind of a game changer as the way I looked at my life mm. um, and, and the gratitude that I have for it and um, and understanding people a little bit better. I think that that helped me. And I, I don't say I'm really good with people all the time. I I do offend a lot of people and I'm I'm a very uh, bossy person, I would say. Um, so I'm aware of that. But, you know, deep down, I, I try and be sensitive and it doesn't always come across that way. But mm. I, I, I think that would be the one. And... Uh, there's been lots of other fabulous things. Um, you mentioned gossip lingerie. <laughs> and, and I mean, Tell us more. The moment I say that, her face lights up and, and you can see her eyes going all over the show. What were you thinking of? Um, it was different and it was retail and it was going into the... Very you know, female-like. Yes. Oh, my God. And I, and I wasn't the person that wore these fancy girly things, you know. <laughs> I'm very basic. And I decided to go and understand the, the client because I've got to sell to the, the big, you know, the big brands and they would on sell for Gazard. And I thought, well, if I'm going to sell to them, I need to understand their customer base. And I inc- I did a sort of surveys in the shops. I got permission because you had to. People and, watching. Yeah. And it was <laughs> so amazing to find how much women are prepared to sell, buy and spend on lingerie. Mm. And I mean, I spoke to an advocate and she said, you know, I wear this dark black thing and um, I want to feel like a woman so I love spending money on lingerie oh, wow. and all these kind of things that came out and why women bought it I did I wasn't aware of that to me this is a waste of money nobody sees it why spend it on something beautiful <laughs> and it changed my whole dynamic of the way wow. I looked at a woman and why we wear it and, and how it makes us feel and to me that was really exciting and I pushed boundaries with my boss because I went to a beautiful restaurant on the main road in Seapoint and they just renovated it and I asked if we could use their new bar room for our shoot that was going to be in one of the magazines. Fabulous. And he said to me, you can't do that. You can't. It's too saucy. I said, who says? I said, I'm a woman and the woman are happy and it's going in a woman's magazine. So let's try it. So we didn't use the feather boa to cover (laughs) everything up, but it was so subtle and so amazing. And we did really, really well with it. It was the start of the change of the way um, we advertised lingerie. And and that was in the early 90s. And showcase women, showcase feeling proud. Um, A couple of things that you're saying that I'm picking up on, um, vulnerability. Um, the importance of saying yes because you believe in your own power of creativity. Um, so just, you know, what are some of your ideas around the importance of, of, of being okay with, I don't know, stroke vulnerability and also trusting self? How's that served you through the years? 
because I don't have a good memory, I have to I have to like be vulnerable, and I have to share my my fears because I need help. So my my team that I work with know my strengths and they know my weaknesses. Um, so I'm pretty transparent about it, and I call for assistance to make sure that I stay on point. Um, as I said earlier, I'm not always good at that, so I rely on my team. Um, and they rely on me to, to do the same. Mm. So it's really much of a cross-sharing. But I'm very grateful for that. So I, I do tap into the people that I trust and that are, are experts in something that I'm not. Um, and, and I've learned through, through, it took a long time to be able to say, I'm not good at this. Mm-hmm. I need help. I don't like asking for help. Um, but it really has served me well just to do that. And yeah, some people will take advantage and you know what they do. It's, it's human nature where they're not a trusted foe. Mm. But that is life. And I think it just makes you strong and you learn from how people react to you being transparent. I like that. And I think vulnerability is being authentic and being transparent about, okay, I don't know everything, but yeah, you guys are here. Let's solve the problem. Let's work together um, for the for whatever we need to achieve, right? Mm. Yeah, vulnerability, a big thing. So I want to ask you, um, Fiona, when, when you, uh, I mean, do you ever say no for anything? Is no part of your vocabulary? That means it's not possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't believe and I don't think you believe. I think you believe everything is possible, right? When we get back, Chrissy, um, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about um, yeah, 2024 and, and what's in store for Fiona for next year. Big things. So I think she needs to tell us a little bit about what's that. We'll be back straight after this. So we we referenced next year, Fiona. Tell us a little bit about this this bigger group that you are involved with, but specifically the position that you're taking up in 2024. What's that about? Um, I'm re- I joined Skull International in, in 2008. It's a global travel and tourism body, and we have over 12,500 members. And the objective is to unite each other to do business amongst friends. And it's an incredible organization. And you through that, not only networking, um, with the roles that you take on, it, it, it develops skill sets. Sure. Because you have to encourage people to work with you on a project. And remember, they're not getting paid for it. Okay. So it's a whole different all ball game. Yeah, it's the like, greater ah. good. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I, I found it very challenging. And a very wise woman who actually lives here in Gordons Bay, she turned around to me one day when I was trying, I was like, now nah, the new president of Islands, and I, oh, I'm going to tell them what to do. And she said to me, um, they don't work for you. You oh, don't pay their okay. salaries. You need Sobering to change moment. your approach. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, having these angels in my life that keep me on point and call me out when I'm out of bounds. And so that is how I kind of journeyed in, in Skull. And I think it's been really good for my development and my growth. And I'm very grateful for it. And um, 2024 is exciting for me in every aspect. It's another opportunity, another new year, another new beginning. Um, but every day is that, I think. But, but you're taking up the position of Deputy Director for Africa. Yes. So this is a con. This is looking at Africa in terms of tourism opportunities. I think you yes. said. So big one, a big chair to fill, right? It is very daunting. It hasn't been done before. We haven't worked um, collectively with all the clubs within Africa as as one unit. Um, so my the lead director will obviously take the lead on that, and I will be there as her shadow person. But um, it's going to be very very exciting. We will get Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Mauritius, and I, I think I've forgotten somebody else out. Um, we're going to be working together, uniting, 
and taking on incredible projects. Um, uh, Kemi, who is the director for Africa from Nigeria, she is busy for, uh, focusing on sustainability. Mm. And I have the pleasure um, of working on human trafficking in travel and tourism. And I just want to say a big shout out to A21, who are based in Somerset West, who is working with me on that in oh, the Cape wow. Province Fantastic. and with local government and all the other tourism bodies. Mm. So these are the kind of projects that we're going to be filtering through Africa. But most importantly, just to your point, is how we are going to do networking and do business amongst friends through Africa. And one of the key factors is that we all have um, the Germans and the Americans are very key to our travel and tourism within our countries. Oh, and wow. how do we get those skull members who travel outbound into Africa to start networking with our members within Africa and, and reciprocal business? And also building the strong relationship with Mauritius because South Africans, it's their second home. So it is, that's eh? awesome. Uh, and, and not just travel, but also industry and trade. A lot going on with Mauritius. Um, yeah. So super exciting. Um, yeah, so, so what excites you most about this opportunity? What is the difference you'd like to make, Fiona? What's the legacy you want to leave behind? Um, well, I think the legacy will first belong to Kimmy as my um, lead director. And I, and I think she will set the tone and the pace. And my job will be for the first two years to support her. And through that, hopefully elected to the um, future di uh, director for Africa. Um, so at the moment, I am as a secondary. But we, we will be collaborating in the beginning of 2024 and how we're going to do that. But the most important thing is, is our membership and how we can add benefit to their businesses mm. and also to commit to building a strong and united Africa mm. and getting involved with the various um, organizations where Africa has a unity already and being part of that and continue working with the sustainable um, development within tourism mm. and all the other incredible projects that we have. That sounds fantastic. So Fiona, I've got to ask yourself, um, your, your, I've got to ask your, your view on the future. Um, and you are positive, you are a dynamo, you're always looking towards opportunity. But what really gives you hope? Maybe about humanity? I don't know. What, what just, what sustains you? Um, well, for me, I learn a lot from the youth. Um, I have two daughters and I'm always getting told mom we get with the program. Um, and my, that's a polite one. Um, and, and our youth are so dynamic and all the amazing things that they're doing with technology to now. I'm excited about AI, um, especially because I'm terrible at writing and all of a sudden I can get beautiful things written for me. I'm loving Isn't that it. that fantastic? It is. It's like a whole new world. So AI is the equalizer. <laughs> and it's exciting. So technology, um, our future leaders that are coming through, they're incredible humans that are coming through incredible useful people that are, are creating amazing trailblazers um, mm. and and that is exciting to watch that and it, it's hope that you know we as humans are doing so much and there's so much focus and not talk anymore about um doing sustainable things doing looking after people giving back to the community um supporting people and i just there is so much of that happening and i don't think we amplify it enough mm. about the good that's been done I we agree. only hear the negative and i think if we change that focus we will also have a lot more positivity for 2024 and beyond mm. i like that um i think there's too much focus on everything that's wrong but if you can amplify the good and we can showcase the good and we can create opportunities for our beautiful continent of diversity. Mm. You know, and I think people often look at Africa thinking it's so diverse, there's lots of conflict, but can we showcase the beautiful heart and the, the smiles and all the all the other things, right? You know, you're actually talking to my points uh, that I would like to share is that I go, I went overseas, we had this incredible Congress and we, as Africans, met up and we had the largest contingent from Africa. Oh, wow. And it was so amazing just to be 
able to interact with each other. It was so comfortable. It was so warm. There was no blockage. There was no barriers. And you felt as one. So I'm very, very excited that taking Skull into 2024 with the new um, governance committee and the leadership from Kemi and the team behind her, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. And, and Africa is really, as you say, it's our earth. It's, it's, it's our grounding. Yeah. It's a beautiful part of the world to be part of. And I'm proud yeah. to be there. Uh, and so we are uh, so we are all and i think um yeah only good things amazing things can come from this amazing opportunity fiona thank you so much thank for you. spending time and amongst all of this chrissy she's still the the chair lady of the board so okay i can't I, believe she's still awake <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's quarter to one already you know that if i had to do all the things she does i'll be in, in bed by now but um i do promise you chrissy um you know we'll get fiona back on air um sometime in the new year to see how you you know what you've kicked off and you know what progress you guys have made but from my heart and uh, thank you so much for the time god bless you. you and and may you live in light and move in light and spread the light because we need that thank you so much and i'm looking forward to sharing the exciting plans that we got for helderberg fm for 2024 the team are working on some amazing things so thank you for that and i would value the opportunity to share with our, our listeners and our, our supporters what we're doing and i think they're going to love it yeah and maybe we should showcase that next time yep. so maybe we'll Absolutely. talk about radio and the, good, and the good we do here um so we'll do that early in the new year is that a promise perfect thanks fantastic Christy. and then i'll get a promotion thank you fiona and uh, lindy thanks uh, we'll chat again next week absolutely okay, thanks Christy. cheers bye-bye